Hey, the Washington football team that classified best podcast that's out there. You know we got some good people like Eric and Ellie, they on there. We know Washington football team, the best team out there, and we don't care. They used to talk about how we ain't make it to the players, but boy, did y'all go there? Let's talk about Chase Young getting them sacks. Let's talk about Gibson running it back. Let's talk about Terry Lawrence scoring touchdowns every time he catching that pass. Let's talk about Rupert Foster, how he's sitting there waiting for somebody to run that slant. Let's talk about Kim Fuller, how many picks he got. Yeah, the boy be still in the pass. Pick six. Welcome back to the Washington football team declassified podcast. We are ever evolving. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. We won today. How are you doing? Yes, sir. We won. <laughs> I am doing tremendous. Eric is on vacation. What you guys don't know is that Eric is actually an Instagram influencer. So he travels to all these places to take he, swimsuit photos. <laughs> then it just he, go up he's on, on a beach right now. He's on a beach with white sand, blue water, and just having the time of his life. Living his best life. I think his, his tag is hashtag YOLO or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not big in Instagram. But anyway, uh, shout out to Eric. And we got, you know what? Shout out to everybody who listens, who communicates with us, man. We appreciate you guys. Everybody who subscribed, we launched our website last night and you guys are really enjoying it. I'm glad to see it. If you haven't been, go check it out. It's WFTDeclassified.com. Everything you want to know about this team or us or anything else is out there. So go check it out. Brian is posting blog after blog after blog, and they are. I got all... another one coming tonight. Uh, update on today's awesome, awesome victory. So please check it out, and we appreciate y'all. Yes, instant reaction. They're all worth it. Speaking of instant reaction, Brian, do you want to tell us who done it? Which means who was the reason we won or lost? Hit us, Brian. Done it. Oh, this is a good one. It's our coordinators, Scott Turner, Jack Del Rio. One of the big things that we talked about on last week's podcast, hey, not only can the players do it again, but can these coaches do it again, right? Uh, Ellie, you said it uh, right, from, uh, right, uh, right from the jump last week. Scott Turner, will he get cute again this week? Will he, uh, going against his old team, they fired him, they let him go. Will he just kind of revert back to his old ways? No, he didn't. He stuck to the run there were a couple of plays I, I i didn't care for but he was overall he was really good jack del rio same thing would he kind of go back and uh, and and kind of revert to what we saw in those first eight weeks no he kind of mixed up some things there was a little bit more pressure but everything was still uh you know as we saw last week the game plan was there these guys called a great game if you think about offensively what we were able to do this game the Panthers, the Panthers have an excellent defense. Scott Turner stuck with the run. We had 40 total carries. Now, some of those, uh, six of those carries were on Heineke, just uh, dropping back to pass and deciding to pull it and run, but we still had uh, over 30 carries. 40 total carries, 22 passing attempts. Heineke, super efficient, three touchdowns. That's what we wanted to see all year, and now we're finally starting to see it, and that's two weeks in a row. Del Rio the defense was sound everybody knew where they were supposed to be there was a couple of missteps uh some guys fell asleep in the red zone I guess we forgot that Cam can still run but uh, other than that 189 yards passing for Cam Newton that's it Christian McCaffrey 59 yards rushing that's it this defense played well offense played well the coordinators again they played to their players strengths and we won that's it you know what? 
I, I love that you're saying that because it's so true, but who would have thought we'd be saying that four weeks ago? We won yeah. because of the coordinators. Like oh, man. you talk about a turnaround and for no other reason, but the coordinators is this turning around. I know some players are playing better, but the coordinators have adjusted their schemes or, or they've gotten players to buy into their philosophy and it's yes. showing yes. without some key players on the field. Curtis Samuel, still nowhere to be seen. But guess what? It's okay because we have TM17 balling. Nobody oh in the league can cover that dude. Straight up. Terry, Terry was so good today. And what did we talk about him on, on the last pot? The Panthers secondary is really good. I think we all went Panthers secondary. And Terry said, who? Terry said, I don't give a damn who's on the other side. And he balled out today so good to see terry uh come up big like that excellent you know what another game another deandre carter touchdown give that man his props is he getting 40 targets a game 15 five not even but he makes plays when he's called upon yes, two sir. catches 22 yards doesn't sound like a lot but one of those one of those was a touchdown that's a deciding factor if you throw it to him in the red zone he's coming up with it Shout out to DeAndre Carter, and I'm going to shout out somebody else. I hate on a lot because I don't think he's a top four or five um, receiver on our depth chart, and that's Cam Sims. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't get the opportunities, but he doesn't. But guess what he did today? He took advantage of him. He had two catches. He had a touchdown. That's all that matters. Bam, bam, Cam Sims. Not Cam Newton, Cam Sims, the real Cam. Yeah, he – Finally, finally, so good to actually see him catching passes and contributing. Cam Sims is a guy I've always thought from, you know, watching him play last year and finally getting a chance and getting a bunch of catches last year. Hey, he's not a top one, two, three. Is he a fourth wide receiver? Yeah. Is he a fifth wide receiver? Yeah. He's a guy who can come into a game. He'll do the dirty work. He'll run block. He'll dig out safeties and he'll get you a big catch here or there. And uh, he did that again today. And, um, you know, Great to see, because especially since, I mean, I, I don't know, was Deami Brown out there? I didn't see him. Uh, I didn't see him do uh, too much. Um, so it was good that uh, Carter and um, Sims came up uh, with a couple of touchdowns. Let's talk about this run game a little bit, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you My something. Favorite thing. My favorite thing, too, bro. Gibson, 19 carries, 95 yards. That's see in November and December. That matters. Yes, that matters. Yes. He was going hard for the yards. Now we the fumble's real. The mm. fumble happened, and we got to clean that up, or we got a long term problem. So is he going to fix that during the regular season? No, probably not. He's going to have to just do the best he can and cover up when he's getting tackled. But this off season, he's got work to do. But we're not worried about the off season. We're worried about right now. That's it. Almost, almost had a hundred yards rushing, but truth be told. That's secondary to the fact that Scott Turner didn't give up on the run. And I that's think, why I was yeah. so scared when he, when Gibson fumbled, I was like, Oh, here we go. Like it, the run game's just going to fall right off a cliff because he's fumbling. He's not going to want to um, get McKissick hurt too much by running inside. And uh, that's it. We're going to be one dimensional again, but he didn't. I mean, this was, this was my biggest fear coming out of last week's game was that this was a mirage, right? Like we're not going to see Scott Turner stick with the run. 
And he did it. He stayed with it. He even brought Gibson back after the fumble. You know, he sat him out for a little bit. He brought him back. And we just kept running and we kept dominating this tough Panthers defense. It was a good Panthers defense. They're really good. Yeah, they were. And you know what? The thing to be excited about with Gibson is that he's still not breaking long runs, but he's still being extremely effective. At some point, the long runs will come as he improves his vision. Look, McKissick, seven carries, 46 yards. Patterson, seven carries, 23 yards. Patterson is a lot like what we said about Gibson last week. The yardage isn't there. The average isn't there. But the commitment to the run is. He got seven carries. I will take that every week. It was a one-score game for the entire game. And that's why you stay with the run. You don't try to get it all back with one play. You commit to the run. And the quarterback participated in the run game. That is so key in today's NFL. If you don't have a quarterback that participates in the run game, you better be Tom Brady because it's not going to work out for you otherwise. And Heineke, he looked smooth. And when when he made the decision, um, you know, when he would drop back to pass, it wasn't there. And he made the decision to pull it down and run. It looked smooth. It didn't look like he was kind of caught in between the two. Oh, should I run? Shouldn't I? It was decisive. He ran. He slid. He got down. And it looked smooth. The chains moved. That was really good to see that he kind of found that balance. Okay, it's not open. I just get the yards that are there and move on. Um, And the one thing I'll say about all of our running backs, Gibson, McKissick, and Patterson, they're all tough little dudes. They run right up in the middle. They don't try to bounce anything outside. I mean, uh, McKissick has a burst, so he can just get outside. I think he's got a bigger burst than the other two uh, right now. Um, So he can can actually get outside when he wants to. But uh, Patterson being as small as it, He doesn't care. He doesn't shy away. He runs right up into the heart of the defensive line. Gibson does the same thing. McKissick does the same thing. And when the weather gets cold and these games get a little bit closer, you know, that effect of the running back, the running game, uh, you know, running inside, being tough, um, that all helps. And, you know, we're starting to show that. And I I couldn't be more happy about all of it. In In my favorite part of the game, Heineke was 16 of 22. Let me mm. give that to you again. 16 of 22. What wait, I'm hang most... on, wait. Say, say that one more time. I, I, I Say it one more time. I, I got to hear it again. It sounded so good. 16 of 22. And oh. Brian, what oh. I'm most impressed about is that he only had 22 attempts. The, the coaching staff understood the assignment, as the kids say nowadays. Yes, they this did. is a game where you got to buckle down and you keep the ball on the ground and then your quarterback makes plays in the red zone when they're there to be made. Shout out to Taylor Heineke. I have nothing negative to say about that gentleman today. No, no. He played a whale of a game. And for those who like big passing yards and numbers, don't worry about the passing yards. Don't worry about the attempts. Look at the touchdowns. He got three of them in the red zone, no interceptions. That's what we needed from him. And he delivered on that. And yeah, there is nothing negative to say about Heineke. He came, he came confident today and uh, it showed he played really, really well after, after getting a rough start for everybody defensively, we got marched right down the field and scored on offensively. We go three and out, we get an illegal man downfield and we have to punt the first drive. Didn't look good. And then they stayed with it, stayed with the run. They played within themselves and we came out uh, uh, with a victory, but, you know, with some of the mistakes we made on offense and defense, I'm not so sure this game isn't, um, you know, uh, a much bigger win for us if we clean up some things. 
that's that's a great point now you'll take any win you can get but you're right we left a lot of it out on the field on both sides of the ball a little bit of technique issues but it was better than what we've seen because at least this time we left plays on the field and not the victory on the field you see what i mean we got what we came for so I'm, i'm i'm good with that now let's flip let's flip the field a little bit carolina put up 21 points i'm all right with that our defense to me came to play and they had a very big unknown in Cam Newton. Cam Newton was certainly effective today. I He had two touchdowns passing, 189 yards, 21 to 27. Cam Newton, Newton looked at a re-energized. Like he when, when he, that first drive and he, uh, they score, I was like, oh no, oh no, here, here, yeah. here we go. Like they're about to go on a run here, you know, Cam is jumping up and down. The fans are into it. I'm like, oh no, this, this does not look good. And you're right, defensively. We, we kind of limited them. They, they, you know, after those two early scores, they didn't really do anything for, you know, a bulk of the game. Yeah. We, we just found a way. And that's what it's all about to me is we found a way. McCaffrey averaged almost six yards to carry, but the coordinator didn't commit to giving it to him. I, nope. And I, I think, Brian, a lot of that is they run a lot of read option. And I think Newton was reading the defensive end and decided to keep it. There were a few instances where Cam kept it and he probably shouldn't have. But that's their problem, not ours. Exactly. No, I think you nailed it right on the head. 100% uh, is their balance with Cam coming back because Cam likes the, you know, Cam likes the ball in his hand. He, he wants to run with it. He wants to run guys over. And I think you're, you're exactly right. There were a couple of times he, if he would have just left it in uh, McCaffrey's gut and let him take it, it's probably a 25, 30 yard run. Um, but he didn't, he kept it and it was only a four or five yard run. And then they're in third and long. I mean, that, uh, yep, that's certainly their issue, but it was great for us. Um, and uh, uh, that was just great to see that we stayed committed and we were able to kind of limit those big plays from those guys. Absolutely. Let me give some shout outs on the defense. Cole Holcomb, baller, around the ball all day today. We got to talk. Yeah. What, um, uh, Jamin Davis. Uh, I saw Jamin Davis running a whole bunch uh, today. He made some tackles. He was late. Uh, looks like in pass coverage a little bit, but uh, uh, again, uh, just more growth from him. He, he looked, uh, he looked like he's getting better out there. He did. There's a few plays he wish he could have back there. You know, he overran some tackles a couple of times, but at least he was in the area. The guy's starting to figure it out, you know? Yep. So I'm certainly encouraged by that. Cameron curl. Listen, every day you're not going to make a pick. Every day you're not going to make a pass breakup. But he tackled the guy that was near him. That saved our butt time and time again. Just fundamentally making a tackle matters in this league. And this dude, Cam Curl, can do that. Dude, Cameron Curl is a difference maker. I'm glad you mentioned him because there are some drives uh, in this game and then also uh, last week where he he actually ends the drive, right? He makes a big play. He makes a big tackle. The guy's short or he makes it, um, it you know, uh, last week he had the uh, the tackle where the, uh, the ball went up in the air and we were able to intercept it. Uh, he just has a knack for being able to make a play, whether it's to just shut down a drive and um, get them uh, get them off the field or cause a turnover. He is excellent. We've got to keep him on the field for every play. There should be no reason at all he ever comes out the game. That is 100% the truth. I'm going to shout out Deron Payne because he had an impact in the uh, pass rush and the run defense. But, Brian, I want to shout out somebody who has gotten zero shout outs this year. 
WJ3, William Jackson III, was also very solid in coverage today. I felt kudos to him. No, he had a much better game, um, you know, this week than he has, what, all season. I mean, and he's also come down with several interceptions this year. I think he's got like three or four uh, INTs on the year, but this was, you know, top to bottom, probably his most solid game so far. So no, he's starting to, uh, to kind of get it. So hopefully his play over these next couple of weeks gets better too. Cause we, we certainly need him to get better. Yeah, absolutely. He has two interceptions this year. Now let's talk about a guy that we, we all kind of argued on social media about letting Hopkins go, right? And then we brought in the other dude. He was so bad, I don't even remember his name. It was like, what, Freeze? Uh, yeah. Blue, Blue Jones? Yes, yeah. that, that dude. Man, Who forget knows? that dude. But look, <laughs> they corrected their mistake. And they went out and got Joey Sly, who has just been outstanding. He has been. And I don't know if it's just one of those, hey, it was just a good timing where he was at. He didn't, you know, maybe it wasn't a good fit in San Francisco when they uh, released him. And here back with a coach that he knows with Ron Rivera and, you know, how many other Panthers uh, people do we employ at uh, Washington football team? So he probably feels right at home and it's probably just a good fit. But yeah, he has been amazing. Everything has gone down and I mean, as a kicker, that's all you can ask of them. Hey, make the kicks that are in front of you, you know, get us, uh, get us the three points, get us the extra point and uh, let's get off the field. He's been really good. It's been a nice, nice surprise. Man. I am so happy. We have that dude, that dude, you know, how some quarterbacks throw the ball and the ball just jumps out of their arm or their hand. Yes. He's the kind of kicker where the ball just jumps off his foot. Like everything looks movie picture ask just he, he hammers that ball. I love it. He's right. got a strong leg. He's got a definitely strong leg. So, um, no, I, I, I like it. I'm happy we got him. He's our guy. And let's sign him to a 38-year deal, please. <laughs> yeah, right <now>. exactly. <laughs> Sold. Sold. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, give me your player of the game, Brian. My player of the game uh, I mean, it, it, it's really got to be Terry McLaurin. I know, I know Heineke's close. Like he's like just one notch below him, but Terry had five catches, 103 yards uh, and a touchdown against a extremely good secondary, a secondary that has been turning people over a secondary that is highly ranked in the NFL, but also all those plays, those five catches, those were at critical moments where our drive, uh, you know, the the offensive drive was in question. Like, are we able to, uh, you know, we're going to have to punt. Are we going to get any points? Oh, no, just throw it to Terry. He'll do the rest. So I've got to go Terry McLaurin as uh, my player of the game. Can't argue with that one, but I'm going to go a different direction. What do you got? This, this man gets so much hate on this podcast in a joking way, but he does. My player of the game is Troy Apke. Oh, I'm going to tell you why. Because he recovered that fumble on that kick return. Period. Yes, Without that, we don't win. Because Carolina probably takes that into the end zone. Game over, right? That was a huge momentum uh, swing there. If Carolina recovers uh, that and being where they are on the field, you're exactly right. They probably take one play, two plays, and they're they're in the end zone. And 
I think we've all heard the stories of what happens underneath a pileup when there is a fumble, people getting poked in the eyes, getting punched, kicked, spit on. So who knows what Troy Apke had to do to get that football, but whatever it is, I'm glad he got that football because that could have uh, really changed the game if uh, they came up with it. It was a huge play that kind of goes unnoticed because it was a special teams play. So Troy Apke, you are now vindicated. You are on the <laughs> podcast Hall of Fame. No. <laughs> but we appreciate you for what you did today. Hey, Brian, give me your final thoughts on the game today. My final thoughts. So my, my really big overarching thought is we've seen this team do it two weeks in a row. We've seen them play within themselves but also coach within themselves, right? Uh, we, we didn't see Scott Turner try to get too cute. We didn't see uh, Jack Del Rio get too conservative. Uh, we didn't see the players, you know, try to freelance. They played to the technique and to the scheme that the coaches are asking them. And we're starting to see it now when we follow the scheme, right? When these players follow the schemes, especially defensively, we can limit people. We can get off the field all of a sudden on third down. That was a big problem at the beginning of the year. We couldn't get off uh, the field on third down to save our life. We're, we're actually now getting off the field on third down. So um, we can keep doing this, right? Keep coaching this way, keep playing this way. There's not a reason that we can't win some more games. We're not going to win every game, but we can certainly be competitive every week. There's no doubt about that, that we can do that if we play this way. So, that's my biggest takeaway is that not only are we doing it on both sides of the, the ball, but we're now doing it two games in a row. We're doing it consistently. Hopefully we can get uh, three weeks in a row uh, come next week in Seattle. And we will talk about that one a little later this week. My final thought is this. The first half of the season, it felt like we were at a buffet. And you know how when you go to a buffet and you ain't been to a buffet in a while and you got the plate and you come back and you got salad on the bottom, you got nachos on top, mashed potatoes on the side. <laughs> you got you know fruit first off the- i don't i don't i don't do any salad or fruit at a buffet it is <laughs> all meat and potatoes uh for there yeah but your first plate looks ridiculous right because yeah. you, you know yep. you, you want to try it all at the same time that's what it felt like early in the season before the buy we were trying to do everything at the same time after the buy they've cleaned up their act a little bit now they're just hitting the salad bar and getting a little simple salad come back sit down to eat that's what we're doing things look much more simple now and, and players are understanding what to do. Look, yep. I've been as critical of, of Scott Turner as almost anybody, but I will say this. Credit to you for understanding what was wrong with your unit and taking the opportunity to change it. Coordinators are very prideful by nature. It's always yep. the players. It's never the system when things are wrong. And it's always the system and never the players when things are right. But showing me that he has the ability to adapt and grow means that he has a chance to be a good coordinator in this league. It's that simple for me. So once again, oh, you know what? I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Jack Del Rio, too. He got off to a terrible start. He lost two of his best rushers, and he's got this team playing better than they were before. I am not. I am not on the bandwagon of we're playing better because Chase Sweat and Monta, or excuse me, Chase Young and Monta Sweat are out. I'm not buying that. I think the team has just bought into what Del Rio is selling. And, um, and they're seeing the results now. And the team is playing with a lot more energy, that infectious type of passion out there. I love to see it. Once again, you guys can check out Brian's blog. His instant reaction is going up very soon. Be on the lookout at WFTDclassified.com. Go check out our exclusive interviews. 
with Michael Phillips from the Richmond Times Dispatch about the future of the quarterback position. Go check our exclusive interview with Manny Benton about Antonio Gibson's progression. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate you all. We will be back later this week with a look at the Seattle Seahawks and our upcoming matchup with them. Peace. Take care.